Hi, I'm Tom, and today we're here with, with Bodie. So, what was the trip down here like? Oh, it was long, very long, and I was, actually I slept the whole way, so I don't really remember it. <laughs> but I know it was long. <laughs> uh, very, very simple. And so, what's your first thoughts on Kiel as a place? Oh, I like it. I'm actually quite surprised. It's really beautiful. I've never heard of Kiel. It's terrible, isn't it? I've never been to North England before, so this is uh, yeah, it's an experience for me. Yeah. To be fair, though, I had a really heard of Kiel before I. Looks up the unit. No, I'd I'd heard it. I think most people just know it for like the motorway service station. It's it's a it's a bit of like an unknown sort of place. Where are you from though? Uh, me, I'm from I'm from Birmingham. Oh, I can hear the accent. Yeah, a lot of people do. That that's nice to hear because most people just trash on it. So people always say it's like a really depressing, unfriendly accent, but I think it's the opposite. I think it's quite friendly. Yeah, we need more people like you in the world. <laughs> um, so my first question: uh, Scare Me talks about sort of like the worries over self-image, a theme that I've found is very common amongst the social media generation. So, what do you think needs to be done so that this generation can sort of like learn to love themselves more? Oh. That, that's, that's that's quite. A big that question. is quite a good question. Oh my gosh, what needs to be done? Oh, I don't, to be honest, I think comparison is the biggest issue of our generation as well. We're constantly thrown, getting images thrown at us of other people and we're co without even realising it, we're looking at people's lives and their highlight reel all the time. Everyone puts out what's perfect and what's cool and they never actually put the ugly stuff out. So I just think we need to be a bit more transparent and honest with our weaknesses as well. Because I don't think you're going to be able to kill off social media. It's taking oh, over the world. We can't do anything about it. But... Um, yeah, like this obsession with perfection, I think mm. that's the biggest problem. Yeah, because I, I, I think I did an article in a history class. I know it's a bit weird, for the, oh. but it was saying like our generation obviously does more than most, mm. but because we see all the other people doing lots of different things, we actually do think we're doing less. Oh my gosh, what do you mean, like in life? Yeah. That's weird, because I do think we're doing less. You're right, you feel like you're doing, you're not doing enough, and you feel like your life is not enriched enough and all this stuff, but it's actually because you're just comparing yourself constantly to what you see other people are doing. Mm. And it's just, it's a load of rubbish, really. Yeah. I don't <laughs> wish I had a better answer. <laughs> uh, that's, that's good enough, it's, it's very, very honest, straight to the point. So my second question, as someone who has battled with depression, which your music touches upon with like the themes of loneliness <laughs> and uncertainty, how did music help you to like overcome these feelings? Uh, I think for me it was just like a safe space to process and express what I wanted to say. Maybe things that I couldn't say, I was too scared to say to people. To sing it felt... Just it was almost like a different person saying it. It's not me. I could detach myself a bit, um, and then also like use something really horrible and negative to make it something beautiful. So for me, it's just turning it into song and turning it into music, and hopefully that will connect with people and tell them that they're not, you know, help them know that they're not alone in it. Yeah. <laughs> but it has really helped me. It's been like my therapy. I almost see like my piano as my therapist. Like I sit down and I just go, okay, right, what do I need to say today? And I just get it out. You know, I, f I feel like kind of singing is kind of like acting, like, because it's like, you, it allows you to be another person. To, so, yeah, no. Or, like, or an exaggerated person of yourself. Yeah. So for me, I feel really exposed when I sing. I feel like this is like the rawest version of me and it's really scary. But yeah, I find it easier to sing the stuff that I want to say rather than just say it here and now like that. 
Oh, fair enough. That sounds like a good coping mechanism. <laughs> I'm not a singer, so I can't relate, but, you know, we all have our different ways of coping with things. Um, so a lot of your influences, I found, come from what your dad listened to, such as like Aretha Franklin, but did your sort of where you lived in South East London or your South African roots influence your music in any way? Um, oh, South Africa definitely influenced me because we used to go, we used to spend quite a lot of time there as a kid. So, I mean, I would live there half a year with my mum actually sometimes. So I listened to a lot of tribal African music and I started playing drums as a young age. So I think that was the tribal influence. <laughs> I think you can hear it in the production of my songs, but you won't hear it in an acoustic version. Fair enough. It's always good to have like a wide variety of influences I've found. Um, so you a platform that has helped boost your sort of like popularity is BBC introducing. Do you still think platforms like this are important to upcoming artists, especially the internet age where you can sort of just post your music anywhere like SoundCloud or Spotify or YouTube, etc.? Oh gosh. These are really good questions. I'm shocked. I'm to I'm I'm terrible at answering questions. Um, I think well for me the BBC thing was really like a personal thing. I've always wanted to do BBC introducing, and I think it's really good to have that kind of name behind you supporting you. But I don't think you need that anymore because you see people like popping up from the middle of nowhere who just posted their stuff and got investment behind them, and they might not even have a label anymore. Like you don't actually need a record label anymore. I think it's like the age of independence and doing it on your own basically yeah well I, I know a few people like personally who just kind of just put this stuff on like soundcloud or something and then that and now they're like more it's more to do with people in like i know in the rave scene who've like done that and then now they're performing in like leicester or birmingham or yeah. something like that so yeah i do think it is a lot easier but yeah i think it is important for these platforms to sort of recognize who needs to be noticed nice having a picture of yourself at the BBC. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Um, so if you could go back in time and see one artist, past or present, perform, who would it be and where would it be? Exact Janis Joplin, Woodstock. One of the, is that what it's called? <laughs> I've just got I've had a blank. I'm so tired. Woodstock Festival in America. Yeah. Yeah, Janis Joplin was like, she was, I didn't even know she existed until about five years ago, but everyone said I was similar to her. And she's like this really raw hippie chick who just used to like, I mean, you either love or hate her voice because it's quite harsh and I've got a bit of a harsh voice. So I just, I would love to see her live. She died at 27 though, from a drug overdose. One of those, Yeah. so many of them, so sad. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's quite sad stuff like that, but yeah. I mean, yeah, it is definitely called Woodstock though. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I know what it's, oh my God, I can't, don't put that on. <laughs> we'll try edit that out. <laughs> so my final question is, if you had like one last meal, what would be in that meal? What's like your perfect meal? Oh my God, anything with cheese. I'm just thinking, oh my gosh. Literally just cheese, like a block of cheese. Like I just would eat the whole block. Anything with cheese it could be pasta, pasta and cheese, spaghetti bolognese with loads of cheese on top. Any particular cheese? Cheddar, but then also, have you heard of Jarlsberg? That holy cheese, the mouse cheese. That's unbelievable. It's like really sweet and nutty, that. I've not, heard, I've, not heard, I've not heard of that before, but it does sound nice. I think I'll have to try it. <laughs> yep. yeah. 
Anyway, that's all, folks. See you later.